1: All right, so welcome to Mortgage Mom Radio. I am Debbie Marcoux. I am the Mortgage Mom, and every week I am bringing you guys everything that is going on with all things real estate and mortgage. What is going on with interest rates? What is happening with the Federal Reserve? What do we see going to happen in the future? We talk about all of it here on this show. I would love to invite everybody that is listening by radio on Go Country 105 to tune in and watch on Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific time when I do it live in the studio. You can watch right on YouTube, you can chime in, you can ask your questions, you can get interactive with me and that is what I love. I love to bring you guys the information that you are looking for and give you the answers to the questions that you need. So how do you do that? How do you get interactive with me? Well, you text the word MOM to eight four four nine three five three six Three four, that's eight four four. We lend for you. W E L E N D and the number four. Now that is the same phone number to call my office if you'd like to talk with one with me or one of my girls about doing a new loan of any kind, whether that be a purchase, refinance, a reverse mortgage, a construction loan, whatever it is that you have in mind that you're wanting to figure out a home equity line of credit or loan, that is what we are here for and that is what we do for a living. So we would love to help you. So once again, that phone number is 844 844- nine three five three six three four that's eight four four we lend for you w-e-l-e-n-d And the number four. Now, if you're here and you're watching, let me know that you are on. Give me a big hi. Give me a thumbs up. I love it when people get interactive with me. And I like to know who's joining in and who's getting involved. I can see that my biggest fan ever, my dad, has jumped on. And he says he is actually watching me from Wilmington, Illinois at the VFW. So dad, enjoy. Have so much uh, fun there with you and your friends. And Sam jumps on and says, happy December 13th. So Sam, happy December the 13th to you as well. Um, Today was a big day. Today, the Federal Reserve did have another meeting and they did come out and they did say that they are going to hold rates once again. So they did not increase interest rates and they did not decrease rates. They actually did what, what most experts in the field were expecting them to do. Everybody for the last six weeks since the last meeting was anticipating that at this meeting that they were going. To actually continue to hold. So, we've talked about this in the past. What does that mean? And they continue to say that they are going to hold rates higher for longer in order to try to continue to work on that inflation, try to get that inflation down to what is the 2% range that they are targeting. So it was great news today that they did come out and say that they were not increasing again. They did leave some movement in their in their speech that they said, you know, they used the word any. Um, so basically, you know, they are holding right now, but they are reserving the right uh, to continue to keep rates at the level that they're at or if required, they might possibly do another rate increase, but it's not looking that way at this point. It does seem to, to feel as though they are done. They are not increasing any further. We've hit the maximum that they're going to push us to, and now we've just got to get through that higher for longer. Now, they have not increased interest rates since July of this year, July of 2023. and let me just tell you, July of 2023 were the highest interest rates that we have seen. So the nice part is, is that they're holding steady and we've already started to work on that clock of higher for longer. So we are anticipating that in 2024, that we are going to possibly see a couple of rate decreases, which is phenomenal. One of the things that we've already seen in the rapid decline so interest rates have started to come down they have started to fall which is very exciting we've actually seen interest rates come down almost an entire point in rate we were believe it or not in the mid eights low eights for quite some time we are now in the low sevens and even in some of the higher six percent ranges which is coming back down to a normal a normal peace of mind right We all know that an average interest rate over the last 30 years has actually been a rate of 7%, but we all got so comfortable seeing, you know, those twos and those threes, and for a really, really long time, from about 2010 to all the way to about 2019, we were really in the fours and fives for the most part. So that has been what we, our generation, has really seen historically You know, over the last, let's call it 15 years. Uh, we like those fours and those fives, and six is actually starting to feel like we've got some hope, we've got some prayer, that those interest rates are going to come back down to what we feel are normal levels, even though an average interest rate really is 7% over this past 30 years. So getting very, very excited about that. A lot of people have actually jumped into starting applications for new refinances and even our purchase applications have increased. So we have actually seen a 19% jump in mortgage applications for refinances and a 4% jump in applications for purchases. So this is all very, very exciting. It gives us a lot of hope that 24 is going to be a much better year than 2023 was. Um, I can see that Michael Manriquez has jumped on and he says, hello everyone. Um, And so I do just wanna make sure that you guys know that I love it when you join me, I love it when you jump in. I know Sam's, um, you guys can talk to each other um, in the comments, it's hard for me to talk to you, look at the camera, read the comments. So if I don't say something that does come up, I do apologize, but feel free to um, converse and talk with each other in those comments and ask your questions because if there is a question, um, you can't see him here, he's behind the scenes, but Manny is running the computers for me and he'll throw throw his hand up in the air and make sure that I look down and I read that question and I answer it for you. So getting very, very excited right now about what is to come in 2024. We talked about it in last week's episode. You know, what do we think is going to happen? We talked about um, some new changes that have come to play, and I promised that I was going to touch more on those this week as well. So I did last week promise that we were going to talk about the new five percent down Fannie Mae program for multi-units. So we are going to grab that. We're going to talk about the new loan limit increases and how does that help you? So Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac did announce their new loan limits uh, for 2024. They're actually in effect right now. We can already start locking those loans in. So we're going to talk about how that's going to help you. So lots and lots of positive news. And then don't go anywhere because I do want to finish the show with tips for new home buyers. So not somebody that's never purchased before, but any new home buyer, somebody that wants to buy a house in 2024. So we're going to talk about tips to navigate through this market. And then we're going to also talk to sellers about tips to navigate through this market as well. So this is a jam-packed show. Don't go anywhere. We're going to take a super quick break. I'm going to collect my thoughts and we'll be right back. Okay. So what is the difference between a home equity loan and a home equity line? So we're going to talk about this on this quick value series today. So home equity loan, to make it very simple, is a principal and interest payment that is based on a term. So it's very similar to your mortgage payment, very similar to a car payment or a personal loan. They're gonna take the whole balance and they're going to amortize it over whatever term you choose, and that is the monthly payment that you're going to make with a fixed interest rate. I love this option for somebody that Um, does not have the cash to pay back in big chunks and pay things off quickly and fast. So if you're in debt and you're paying debt off, your debt consolidating with your home equity loan, it's a great option for you. Now, what's a home equity line of credit? A home equity line of credit is basically like a credit card. It is simply that. It is a line of credit that you can choose to borrow. You're going to make an interest-only monthly payment, so the payment that you make will not pay the debt off, and it is open for a certain period of time, typically 10 years, before you have to get it paid off in full. And the monthly payment, the rate is adjustable. So if you are somebody that likes to flip homes and you're looking for cash to be able to buy that house that's in shambles, that can't get financing, well, you might be a great person for a home equity line. You can use the equity in your home to purchase the house cash, do all of the renovations, sell the property to do that quick flip, pay that line of credit back off. But if you have a balance on that line and it's for a long period of time and that interest rate continues to go up, you're not making a payment that's paying it off, you're literally just on the same treadmill as your credit card. So is it good for debt consolidation? I don't personally think so, but that's the difference between an equity loan and an equity line. You want to know more? Maybe you need one. Maybe you need one of those items. Give us a call. It's 844 935 3634 That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. All right. So welcome back to Mortgage Mom Radio. I'm Debbie Marcou. I am the Mortgage Mom. And during the break or actually right before it, I just missed it as the comments were coming in. But Sam actually asked, are there any loans specific for our special needs community families? So I did actually talk about this maybe three weeks ago or so on that show where I was talking about different loan programs and it might have been a month already, but I was talking about programs that we just haven't touched on in a long time, something that isn't uh, a big you know article in the news that a lot of people forget is available. But if you do have a, uh, a disabled, child or if you have elderly parents, you do actually have the opportunity to purchase a second property as a primary residence. Uh, So if you wanted to, let's say that you live in the home that you're in and your neighbor's house comes up available and you're thinking, you know. My special needs you know, child is, or my disabled child really needs to have space of their own. I really wanna give them some of that independence, but they still need to be really close to me. Uh, or you've got elderly parents, same idea, same street, same neighborhood, mile away, but something that wouldn't typically be allowable for you to own a home and then go and buy another second property as an additional primary residence, that is actually available when you have elderly parents or you do have disabled children. So you can actually buy a home for them using minimum down payment of 5% with Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, uh, which is really phenomenal. Instead of having to come up with you know 20 or 25% down to purchase it as an investment property because you're buying it for an elderly parent or a disabled child. So great question, Sam. I love it. It is definitely a program that is there and it is available and you can use that same program for a refinance as well. So if you needed to, you know, wanted to try to drop the interest rate you had gotten into a property before, maybe you bought it as an investment home and you took a lot higher interest rate than what you would have gotten had it been a primary, give us a call and talk to us because we can refinance that at Primary Residence guidelines. So the interest rate as a primary residence, the down payments are as a primary residence. So it really is a phenomenal product. And I would hope that there's, this opens up maybe a window for somebody that's been thinking about doing that, that didn't know that that was available. They don't have to come up with quite as much money down, or, you know, they can get into a better interest rate for a better monthly payment. Um, OK, so let's keep going And he says, uh, the question is, does that include autism? So honestly, if if your child is considered disabled, which you know, they're you know if they're considered disabled. there's there's paperwork, it doesn't matter what the reason is. Um, it could be autism, it could be Downs, it could be um, just, you know, they got in an accident and they're wheelchair bound, whatever that reason is that they are considered disabled. There are ways for us to see that there's social security or that there's some sort of benefits that have been provided by the state. That in itself is going to be enough in determining, you know, whether or not they would or would not qualify for that. When I say elderly parents, and let me kind of push on that a little bit. Elderly parents are for those parents that are, um, you know, they can still take care of themselves, but maybe they don't have the financial means to qualify to buy their own property. So for elderly parents, we are going to actually ask for copies of their income to see that their income is not such, they don't have pension or retirement and social security and all of those things that would actually be enough income to qualify to get their own loan. So they can have Pension, They can have Social Security. They can have all of those things. But what we're looking for is that they don't have the ability to actually get the financing on their own. And so that would then make them qualify uh, for you to be able to do the financing for them to put them in that home and to get them into those lower interest rates and lower down payments. Um, okay. So I promised Fannie Mae, we're going to talk about this one really quick because I think it's phenomenal. We touched on it like super fast last week, but we ran out of time. Um, So new Fannie Mae program, 5% down on two to four unit properties. Now, previously a two unit property, if you were buying yourself a duplex, even if it was primary residence required a 15% down payment, you can now do 5% down a three to four unit property previously Even for a primary residence, required 25% down. So you can now, if it is going to be your primary, you want to buy a two to four unit property, live in one of the units, and then rent the other units out, you can now get in with five percent down. So that is really phenomenal. And we did touch on those points last week, but wanted to bring up that kind of main piece really quickly. Now we're gonna get into a little tiny bit more in detail because I like to give you guys a little bit more depth in order to understand what the program's about, what you would need to know and what you would need to have in order to qualify. And then of course, to get even deeper into the program, then you'd want to call my office and talk with us and we'll talk about you and your scenario and make sure that it's something that you do qualify for, for this program. So, one of the big things that is really important is if you have not previously owned a home and you do not have a mortgage on your credit report where we can verify your payment history. So let's say this is a first purchase for you, you are a first time buyer and you wanna buy that two to four unit property, live in one and rent out the other units. We will need to be able to provide proof that you have made your rents on time for the last 12 months. So whether you sell your, your landlord or you write them a check, However it is that you are getting them the money for your monthly rents, we will need to verify that you have made those payments on time for 12 months. So if you are somebody that pays cash for rent, you're not going to qualify for this program. You have to be able to prove that you have that ability to pay. So that is one of the things that are really, really important. And number two, the other thing that is really important is that we can use the rental income from the units that you would not be living in in order to help you qualify. So let's say that you are buying a two unit, three or four, we are not going to use rental income for the unit that you would be living in, but we can give you rental income for those other units to help offset the debt to income ratio. So this is great. Now we can't give you more income than what the actual total monthly payment would be on the unit, but we can offset debt with additional rents. So that is awesome as well, helping you to be able to buy into a bigger price range, which is really what you need when you're looking at those two to four unit properties because they are, typically on average going to be more expensive than the single family home would be or a condo would be. Okay. Third, really important thing to know. Um, we do need to make sure that you have enough money for your down payment, your closing costs, and you will also need reserves. So what are reserves in this situation for these guidelines? We are going to look at what the total monthly payment is for the property. So let's say that it is a $4,000 monthly payment. You will have to have in excess, after you've paid your down payment and after you've covered your closing costs, you will need an additional six months of the monthly principal, interest, taxes, and insurance. So the entire nut on the property, you need to have enough in your savings account to cover at least six months for reserves. Now, a lot of people get confused by reserves and they think that we're gonna do something with that money, put it somewhere, put it to the side, hold it for ransom. We're not, we just have to verify that at the time of closing the loan, that you have that those additional funds available in some sort of account. So even if it's a retirement account that you have the ability to tap into should you need it, Um, if it's in a checking account, wherever that it might be, that would be allowable for the use for us to calculate reserves. But you do have to have those reserves. It's very important. So that those are pretty much the basic things that you guys need to know about that new Fannie Mae program. I think it's phenomenal. And I think it opens up a lot more people to be able to have the opportunity to start looking at possibly buying units as they're, you know, either their first, first time home buyer purchase, or even, you know, maybe you're in a condo today and you're ready to buy a duplex. You're, you're totally, you know, don't care about sharing a wall, but you'd love to be able to get a two unit or a three unit. This is a fantastic program to get you guys into. Um, So I can see that Sam asked me about ADUs. So ADUs, that's just a totally, completely separate, different issue. It has nothing to do with the original program I was talking to you about um, as far as being able to purchase a property as a primary residence For those disabled children or elderly parents. So, ADUs will get on to a whole nother topic on another show. Um, John's channel gets on and says, uh, These rated are pricing me out, not easy. What program is this they do have in Washington state? Okay, so um, I think what John is trying to say is, okay, so we're talking about a 5% down right now is the program I was just talking about, uh, for units, for two to four units. This is a Fannie Mae Freddie Mac program, which means that it is available across the nation, all 50 states. So if you are in Washington state, yes, that would be a program that you could take advantage of. If you are asking about the disabled children or elderly parents, Loan. Um, Yes, that again, that is a Freddie Mac Fannie Mae program. So that would be available to you in Washington State also. And we are licensed in Washington State. So we'd love to help you there. Good time for me to remind everybody that we are actually licensed in quite a few states across the nation. The show is on YouTube, which a lot of people watch in many different places. It's a podcast. You can find it on Apple Tunes. You can find it on your Google Play. You can find it in uh, st- you know, uh, Stitch. So we're, we're Stitcher, I think it's called. Uh, wherever you find podcasts, this thing is running. So we tried uh, to get as many licenses as we could. So we know um, for a fact that we can help you if you do call. So if you have questions, call and then if it is a state that we cannot help you in, we will at least try to help you get a referral to someone in that state or give you the very best way to do a search to find the right person to help you. So um, don't think that we can only help you in California. We are in California, Arizona, Oregon, Washington, Texas, Florida, Um Illinois, like we've got a lot, Um, Georgia, Tennessee, uh, we have got a lot of licenses. So definitely reach out if you would like to talk with us. Our office would love to help you. Same way that you opt in to get that text message once a week and join me live for the show is the same way that you call the office. So same number for everything. It's 844-935-3634. That's 844. We lend for you. W-E-L-E-N-D And the number four so you can either text the word mom to get that notification once a week so you can hop on the show and join in and hear what's going on new in the mortgage and real estate world or you can use that phone number to call our office and talk with me or one of the girls on my team so that we can help you to get your financial journey started all right so it looks like sam is asking veteran multi-units so vets have a really great program it's i say the best program in lending and they have absolutely earned it and deserve it. You can buy units as a vet with zero down all the way up to four units. Um, there are some stipulations there that we do need to make sure that we are covering. They do need to have reserves, just like I talked about with Fanny. Um, They do need to have a history of being a landlord. If they haven't been a landlord before, it doesn't opt them out from the program, but they do have to make sure that they are signing up with a property management company to handle the units for them once they would uh, close on the loan and move in. So we need to see that contract uh, for a management company to help them. Um, But veterans, it zero down for up to four units, fabulous, fantastic program. Um, Michael says, perfect timing on you bringing up the Fannie Mae program today. I recently met a woman who is interested in doing this. I turned her on to you and your show. Hopefully she tuned in today. Michael, I love that. That is the very best way uh, that we can earn business and we want to earn your business and your friend's business. Um, Anything that you guys can do to put out the word of mouth, tell people to listen, tell them to call us. I've been doing this show for a long time and I'm doing it because I wanna help you, I wanna educate you and I wanna make sure that we are pointing people in the right direction and your referrals and your word of mouth means so much to us. And it really is what is going to help to eventually someday uh, get more than, you know, 30 people watching the show at one time. I would love to see 200, 300 people jump onto a show because it's so important to see people getting into real estate and to start those portfolios and those investments okay so i have five minutes to go before my 30 minute mark for my go country 105 listeners so i do want to jump in super fast hit those loan limits and then give some great advice to somebody that is trying to navigate purchasing a home in today's market as well as a seller. So I hope I can get that done in five minutes. If not, go country, know that you guys can go to my YouTube channel and you can watch the most recent live stream that I did so that you can catch the rest of the information. And if it's something that you would love to hear, just go to YouTube, find Mortgage Mom Radio and tune into the most recent live stream. Okay. So New loan limits. This is awesome. We um, had before the national loan limit uh, was 726,000. They have now raised that number to 766,500. So that is for almost all areas across the United States. Um, there are some areas that will have higher loan limits based on whether you are considered a high cost area. So an area like Los Angeles County is considered high cost. Orange County is considered high cost. Um, and those are going to go all the way up to 1149000 So this is loan limit. This is not purchase price. So if you are purchasing something with 5% down and you're looking in Los Angeles or Orange County, for example, in California, you would actually be able to go to a higher sales price um, with your 5% down to bring you to that 1.149 to get into that property. So pretty awesome considering that you can get into a home that is almost a million two with 5% down. So as we were talking about units, though, units is really cool because units, you get higher loan limits than you do on a a one unit property, a single family or a condo. So if you're looking at two units in Los Angeles County or Orange County, you can actually go to a loan amount of 1.472. So we now have 5% down with Fannie Mae, which means that you can buy something higher than 1.472, getting you in with 5% down at that loan limit, 3-unit loan limit, 1.779, and 4-unit 2.211. So again, a $2.2 million loan amount, think about what that purchase price is, put 5% on top of that, that's 5% down on over $2.2 million in loan. Um, for a four-unit property. That is something fabulous for you guys to all take home to mom. So um, definitely, if you guys have thought about buying units before, this is fantastic. Remember that the 5% down program does have to be owner-occupied. So it's not for somebody that wants to go out there and buy an investment property, wants to buy a four-unit. This is for somebody that wants to buy a four-unit, three-unit, two-unit. They want to live in one, and then rent out those other units. So really great. We got all of this fantastic news. The Fed is leaving rates alone. Interest rates have come down almost by a full percent over the last six weeks. Refinance applications are up. And if you're thinking, well, who would be refinancing right now? You're probably also somebody that's thinking, I need to refinance. So the best thing to do is to just call us and we'll actually help you determine if now is a good time if you should be waiting a little bit longer till you hear interest rates into a certain level. That is what we are here for. We're here to help. We want you to call the office and make sure that you are tuned into and have your thumb on the market and you are ready to go at the right time. So for Go Country, I'm going to say I love you guys. Call us. It's 844-935-3634. That's 844-we-lend-for-you. W e L-E-N-D and the number four. And remember, I am going to give pro tips right now on navigating this market in today for if you wanna buy a property or you wanna sell a property. So jump on over to my YouTube channel and watch my most recent live stream that we just did this past Wednesday. Thank you so much, you guys, have a great one. Okay, I finished. Radio done. Let's keep going. All right. So I want to actually take a super quick break just because I want to be able to get my thoughts put together. I see that um, John's asked another question. So I want to read John's question and answer it for you. I want to get into those pro tips of navigating um, purchasing a home in 2024 in today's market and selling a home in 2024 in today's market. So give me one minute to grab some water, watch my boring commercial, and I'll be right back. Are you a homeowner and you're equity rich, you're cash poor, and you're deep in debt? Well, follow along, you guys have to like my channel. I'm going to talk all about home equity loans this month and home equity lines of credit. Who are they good for? What are they good for? Why are they good? Let's talk, follow my page, equity rich, cash poor, and deep in debt. Follow along. I'm Debbie Marcoux, this is Mortgage Mom Radio. All right. See, I told you guys it'd be super fast. I just, a, I just needed a drink of water. Just had to keep going, kind of rehydrate. Um, so one question that John asked is, he said, is, are there grants with these programs? So John, honestly, because the fact that somebody mentioned Washington, I don't know if it was you or somebody else a little bit earlier, but somebody mes- mentioned Washington. So what I do want to say is every single state, city, county, They all have different types of grants and down payment assistance programs. So I can't actually give you a yes or no, Um, but if you wanted to call our office, and let us know where you are, where you are looking, where are you trying to buy, then we can definitely look up your area, your city, your county, and your state to see what kinds of down payment assistance and grant programs that might be available to you. They are different everywhere. Every single state has some sort of a uh, housing program. Cities have housing programs. Counties have housing programs. So it's just finding the one that is best for you in the area where you live, where you are trying to buy. So definitely reach out, call the office, talk to me or one of the girls and let us see what we can find for you in the area where you are looking. So I, I can't give you a yes, a specific yes or no, um, but they are out there. They do exist and it might be, it, it could be combined. So it is allowed to be combined with the program. It's just whether or not, there is the right program available where you're looking. So I hope that answers your question. Um, So let's get into pro tips for navigating this market as a buyer. So, pro tips for navigating this market as a buyer. So, number one on my list that I created: move to a lower-priced housing market if you can switch jobs or work remotely. So, number one thing is, many people have been moving ever since the pandemic. Uh, they've been trying to get to areas where things are a little bit less expensive, and so that is one tip that I can give you. That if you have the opportunity to work remotely and you'd love to get into a single family home but the area where you live is just too expensive start to explore see if there are some areas where you could move that you can find that home that you're looking for in that price range to make payments affordable for you um, while also maintaining that job some uh, we have a lot of clients who have actually done job transfers to a little bit less expensive areas where they were able to get what they wanted Um, But number two, to go along with that is that you might have to actually bring down your expectation of what you can buy. Um, Look at prices have held steady, even with interest rates going through the roof. Interest rates are starting to come back down again. In reality, we are going to probably see home values continue to rise. So right now, getting into a home, like think about it, think about it this way. If you wanted to buy a home two years ago and in your head, you said, I'm going to wait for interest rates to come down. Well, what you did is you put yourself on hold, you put yourself up on a shelf. And over the last two years, had you bought two years ago, you would have actually had more equity in the home. The home is now worth more money than what it would have been two years ago when you put yourself on hold. Realistically, those values are going to most likely continue to go up as Interest rates are coming down. We have more buyers coming to market that are going to try to buy because now payments and interest rates are starting to get better. And so there's going to be a little bit more competition, which is also in turn going to increase home values. So don't put yourself on the shelf, don't stay on the shelf, thinking that you're gonna wait for interest rates to come down. Instead, find something now, bring your expectation down. You might not be able to get into that single family home, okay? So find a condo, find home ownership, get home ownership. When interest rates come down further, you'll be able to refinance that condo that you bought, drop that monthly payment, possibly put a renter in it interest rates have come down now you can maybe go and buy a second property get yourself into that single family home at that time and you've now started to create your real estate portfolio so get off the fence is my first thing and figure out either Where can you buy? Do you have the opportunity to move to a more, uh, to a, a lower priced area? Can you work from home? Can you relocate? Can you transfer jobs or bring your expectations down? Maybe you can't get that three or four bedroom home with 15 or 16 or 1800 square feet. Maybe you need to look at a two-bedroom home if you really want to be in a single family. Maybe you can get into a townhome instead of a single family. Maybe if you really wanted that townhome, you might have to look at a condo that's got a carport. You don't get that, that garage that you wanted, but bring down your expectations because home ownership is more important and you have always, always have the opportunity to buy again and again and again. And that program that I talked about with Fannie Mae with 5% down is not limited to first-time home buyers. We have FHA loans, not a first-time buyer program, three and a half percent down. Fannie Mae, 5% down not a first-time home buyer program. So don't worry. A lot of people worry that they're going to use up their first-time buyer low down payment program option on something that they didn't want. And then their second property that they buy, they're going to need to have 20% down. That's absolutely not true. We have programs, as long as it's owner occupied, with low down payments. So get into property. That's what I'm saying. Get into property stop waiting and then go buy another one and another one and another one. Okay, number two, I finished that rant. Number two, pro tips for buying in today's market. Get all your ducks in a row in advance so you can act fast. Review your financial situation, gather required documents, shop multiple lenders and strengthen your credit score. So I said this in last week's episode, Get ready, because as interest rates come down, which they've already started, we've already seen rates come down almost a whole percent, and they're going to probably keep coming down in 24. That is the hope. That's the prayer that I say every night before I go to bed. As rates are starting to come down more people are gonna start getting excited, more people are gonna come to market, and there is going to be more competition on the properties that are available for sale. So if you are not ready, if you are not pre-approved, if you have not talked to a loan officer, if you don't know how much you qualify for, if you don't know how much money that you need for down payment and closing costs, if you don't know, then you will not be able to get that property. You're gonna see it come up, it's going to be readily available, and you won't be ready to make an offer, and you will lose your opportunity. So get prepared. That is my pro number two, okay? And remember, if you wanna get prepared, we'd love to do it here at Mortgage Mom Radio, so give us a call. It's 844-935-3634. All right, so let's keep going number 3 check prices and listings i'm sorry let's I'm start that over check prices and listings regularly to beat out the competition so what do i mean by that so if you want to buy a home and you know the price range you are in and you have done the work that i just said in point number 2 which is getting prepared getting ready knowing what you can afford Once you know what you can afford and what your price range is, make sure that you are Johnny on the spot you have found a great real estate agent, they have put you on a drip campaign for every time that a new home has come to market, that you are getting those emails of those listings. Make sure that you have your saves done in your Redfins and your realtor.com of what you're looking for so that when a property comes to market on those sites, Zillow, sometimes properties come to market on Zillow for sale by owners that aren't gonna show up in the MLS for the realtor to send you to. Make sure that you have everything everywhere so that you are getting notifications and updates fast as you can possibly get them. The faster that you know that something is available, the quicker that you can call your real estate agent, the faster that you can get out there and you can see that property and the more opportunity that you have um, to get an offer accepted for that property that you want. So that was pro tip number three. Pro tip number four. Know how much your monthly payment will be complete with taxes and insurance. And then how well is that going to fit into your budget? So one of the biggest problems that I have had in the past, and I've been doing this for a really long time. I'm absolutely dating myself. This is my 30th year coming into 2024 is my 30th year in this business. Let me just tell you, I have had countless, countless um, loans come to me buyers come to me that are excited about a property they called the realtor they went out and they saw it they are in love they ran monthly payments that they thought were going to be the monthly payment on that home because they used a calculator like from redfin or from zillow or realtor.com and what they ran was a principal and interest monthly payment they did not run principal. Uh, they did not run principal interest taxes Insurance, if they had less than 20% down, they had no idea what mortgage insurance was or even how to calculate it or that, or, or even to know that it should have been part of that monthly payment. So know what the actual monthly payment is going to be so that you know that you are budgeting appropriately. That goes along with that, you know, getting yourself ready, getting yourself prepared, getting that application put together. So those are my four Tips for this week for home buyers. We are going to take a super quick break and I'm going to get into navigating selling and then we're done with the show. So stay tuned, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Okay, so one of my um, one of my followers asked me a question and said, is a home equity loan better than a refinance? So it truly depends and I wanna make sure that we all understand why we select which option. Should you go for the second? second lien against your house, a completely separate second loan, or should you be refinancing all one loan to get some cash out? So why would you do one or the other? Well, it truly depends on your blended rate and what is a blended rate. So if your current mortgage balance has an interest rate of 3% and a balance of 400,000, and you need money, you need 50,000, 100,000 to pay off debt, to debt consolidate, the interest rate on a second mortgage is going to be significantly higher, and especially in today's rate environment. However, the majority of the money that you owe, a $400,000 balance, is at a rate of 3%, let's say. So if that's the case, the blended rate between those two loans 50,000, 100,000, and 400,000. The blended rate, you take 3%, you take 10%, you blend that together. It is much, much lower to keep those loans separate. Now, let's say you want to do a big home improvement project and it's going to take about $300,000 to do that home improvement. And you have a $400,000 balance at your 3%, but you need another $300,000 in cash. Well, that's almost the same amount, right? So if we take 3% and 10% and we blend that together, that interest rate is going to be higher than if you were to just do a straight full refinance. So it depends on you, depends on your scenario, depends on your situation, and we're here to do it all for you and to help you with it. Give my office a call. It's 844-935-3634. That's 844. We lend for you. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. All right, so welcome back to Mortgage Mom Radio. I'm Debbie Marcoux, I am the Mortgage Mom, and we are going to bring you the tips for selling in today's market. So navigating today's market if you want to sell your home. I had to take that super quick break. I don't know if you guys could hear him in the background, but my puppy was crying hysterically. <laughs> uh, and I don't think you guys can actually hear it through the mic, but he, he was crying and crying and crying. So we had to go to a super quick break and now Manny's taking care of him and we're back and let's talk about... Pro tips for selling your home, navigating the the housing market today. So the first tip that I actually wrote down was work with a real estate agent to get your pricing right, encourage buyer competition, and sell faster so it is really really important a lot of realtors that i've talked to here during this recent market have said that they're kind of calling it like a tornado market that it's really strange that one home on on the street will sell really fast and easy and then the next house will just sit and sit and sit so it's it's like it's like it's a, a tornado market right it's like oop, that one can sell oop, nope that one's not going to Well, the biggest reason that you're going to see that is when a home is priced right. So the number one most important thing, if you wanna get your home sold fast, is to work with a real estate agent, number one, and work with one that has experience, that has been in a business for a really long time, somebody that knows your area where you live, especially somebody that maybe farms your area that's been doing a lot of business in in your neighborhood. But work with somebody experienced and don't try to forego the realtor. It is really, really important. Number one, price it right. Don't shoot for the moon. Don't hope that you are going to be the very highest, highest, highest sale that's ever happened um, in your neighborhood. Let's number one, be realistic you know, what which what sold most recently, how does that compare to mine? Is it about the same size? Um, do I have the same kinds of upgrades? Ha- let that realtor help you to price your home correctly for the market. When you're priced correctly, you're going to get more buyers excited, more offers will be written, then you've got multiple offers. Now you're gonna start to get some good bidding war going on. So that would be my number one pro tip in selling your home In today's market is price it right and work with a realtor number two get your home in shape to sell sooner rather than later so one of the things that a lot of people um, don't do that they should is they don't do a, a cleanup effort before putting it on the market for sale and so what do i mean by that Something as simple as a fresh coat of paint on the inside of the property will make it appear and will make it show so much nicer than if you hadn't actually done a fresh, quick coat of paint. So something something very, very small like that can make a huge difference. And decluttering, decluttering is so important. Get everything off of those countertops in the kitchen. You know, just the main, main necessities your your coffee maker, your toaster. That's it. Maybe a couple of cute little pictures. Declutter everywhere you possibly can. Make that space look clean, open and get rid of your stuff. I know you love those beautiful towels in your in your bathroom. You know, I I know you love them. I, I know you love all of your little trinkets all over the place. I get it. It's your personal, personal, special touch. And I'm sure that it's beautiful and I'm sure that it's gorgeous but that's not what helps sell. Declutter. Get it all put away. Go rent a storage unit if you have to. Start to clean up your garage. Put your things in boxes and take it all over there. Make your home open, bright, clean, and just declutter it. Declutter it. That's very, very important. All right. Number three, set up your home's online um, curb appeal. So this is really, really important. Make sure that the realtor, remember I said work with a realtor, most realtors have a really good photographer that they will call in when they take your listing to make sure that they're taking um, good photos of the home. Remember that in today's world, three quarters, like maybe even more, probably 90% of buyers are surfing the net. They are on Realtor.com. They are on Redfin. They are on Zillow. They are on Trulia. They're on all these websites and they are looking at pictures of homes. And sometimes the pictures don't do the home justice. So you want to make sure that there's a really good online curb appeal that the photographer that comes out and takes those pictures takes really nice um, photos of the home. I really do suggest making sure that you get a video tour of the home. And even more important would be a 3D um, kind of floor plan of the property. And why do I say that? So when you look at pictures of a home online, You're doing your best to kind of try to piece together the flow of the house, but it's really hard to understand what's where and what goes somewhere and to really see that flow of the property. So knowing that so many people are going to say yay or nay, just in determining whether they're willing to like even take the time out of their schedule to get in the car and to actually go physically view the home is dependent on how it looks online, make sure that you set up your online curb appeal. That is so, so important. Number four, um, include, okay, and and actually so uh, online curb appeal and then I actually jumped into that with my number and three, include a 3D home virtual tour uh, or an interactive floor plan in your listings for the, so all right, I already did it. So number five is incentives to for a buyer uh, to, to buy their rate down. So if you do find that your home is sitting on the market, it is not selling, or you do wanna get your home sold very quick, you wanna try to um, get those multiple offers coming in, be one of those sellers that actually throws it into the listing, willing to help buyer buy down their interest rate. This is going to get a lot of buyers super excited. We've got programs like a two-year buy down, which are fantastic knowing the rates are already starting to come down, what the future holds for us with, uh, we don't have a crystal ball. This could change, but the majority of, you know, economists believe that we are going to see interest rates coming down in 24 and in 25 and hitting their lowest um, levels in 26. So over the next two to three years, we're going to start to see interest rates come down, which is fabulous. Um, So what we want is we want to try to help a buyer buy a property today Add a monthly payment that they would be able to not maybe secure for another year or two. So how do you do that? Well, as a seller, you can offer the incentive to buy the interest rate down for the first two years. And that's going to give that buyer that payment that they need to feel comfortable to buy in today's world. So that would be something that I would absolutely suggest. Those are my pointers of navigating, um, buying and selling in today's market. I am so excited for 24 to come. Definitely. Um, And then Heather jumps in and says, well, Sam says always do a drone video too. So um, Sam, that's great advice. I love that. And Heather says, I think it is better to uh, buy a buyer's rate down rather than reduce the price. In the long run, the seller will be saving the price reductions allow them to get more money for their house and you know Heather I agree I think you know getting the price for your home that you want helps to keep the market stabilized it helps the next seller down the road it keeps your neighborhood um, and your values up because the actual price that the home sold for is higher but yet you gave those buyers incentives to in order to be able to get in now and to be able to afford the monthly payment for your home now at an interest rate that would not be available maybe in for another two years so um, really there's so many things that we can do but looking forward to 2024 I'm very excited a lot of people have the opportunity um, to start putting refinances on their radar again a lot of people need to be putting home buying on their radar again and this is also then because of that going to give the opportunity for sellers who were holding out and waiting because they didn't want to sell their home get out of the interest rate that they had and jump into a higher interest rate. Incentives on buy downs for a couple of years will give sellers an opportunity to put the house on the market so that they can go buy something else. But with interest rates coming down, it's going to give us um, give those sellers some incentives to get up on the market and to also get back out there and buying. So I'm very excited to see what's going to happen in 24. I do think that we're going to see a lot more um, a, a, a lot more transactions happening both buy and sell. And I think that if you've been thinking about it, you've put it on hold and you've been waiting. I think you need to start now. I think you need to get off of the fence. I think you need to start making phone calls. Of course, your first phone call should be to mortgage mom radio so that we can get you, um, get you ready, get you started because the financing is the most important part. How do you do that? How do you reach us? It's 844-935-3634. That's 844. We lend for you. W E L E N D and the number four. Now, Heather did just jump in and she says buying the rate down will also allow the buyer to hopefully qualify for more, too. Um, So it's going to not actually let them qualify for more because we have to actually qualify them. And I'm talking about a two-year buy-down. I'm not talking about a permanent, permanent rate buy-down. I'm talking about a buy-down program where, let's say, interest rates today are 6875 We would, the seller has the opportunity to buy the rate down for the first year to be at 4.875. Second year... 5.875. 5.875. And then third year, it would be then at its normal number of 6.875. But right now, knowing that interest rates are on their way down, it gives that buyer the opportunity to be able to refinance before they ever hit that th- that third year, that, that highest level, right? So I love that program for that, but we do have to qualify them at the higher number, we have to qualify them at the six point eight seven five. However, what it does do is we have a lot of people that would not be willing to buy. Let's say, just as an example, five hundred thousand is where they want to be in sales price, but at an interest rate of six point eight seven five, they say, nope, no can do, can't afford that, and it's their own personal budget. But we say, how about five hundred thousand at four point eight seven five? And 5.875 in a year from now, worst case scenario, if you can't refinance before that second year, then that they go, well, wait a minute, I can do that. So then that gets more people that have the ability to be looking at that 500,000 mark. So those programs are great. We can talk about them more um, on the next show that we do. I think it'll be a great program, actually a, a great topic to talk about. I want to remind everybody that's listening, this is it. This is it for Mortgage Mom Radio. This is my last show of the year. So next next week on Wednesday, it'll be the 20th, I think I'm not looking at a calendar, but in that somewhere in that range. Um, And so it's so close to Christmas that I don't think anybody cares about real estate or mortgage. Then the following week, it's going to be the week before New Year's. And again, um, in the middle and amidst of all of the crazy, you know, holidays, I don't think anybody cares about real estate or mortgage. So this is my last show that I'm going to do for this year. But I will be back that first Wednesday of January. And I think buy downs is a great topic that we can talk about so I will definitely focus on that and then of course have anything else that has happened um, to keep you guys up to date in the real estate and mortgage world and again I want to remind everybody that we live off of doing transactions this show does not make me money Um, this show actually costs me money but I love to do it because I like to bring you guys the information that you need and the education to you and I love to see people becoming homeowners or gaining their second third and fourth properties But I need you guys to give us the opportunity to help you if you are in the market to buy a home, sell a home, or refinance a property. Whatever it is that you're looking to do in all things real estate and mortgage, we want to be your first phone call. So please, please, please pick up the phone. It's 844-935-3634. That's 844. We lend for you. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four, or head on over to our website at mortgagemomradio.com. And I will see you guys in 2024. I hope you guys all have a fabulous rest of your day, weekend, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, happy all of it. I just hope you guys enjoy the rest of your month and your holiday season. And we'll be back in January. Talk to you all real soon. Bye-bye.